Welcome to the Truth and Liberty broadcast. We believe we have a mandate to bring godly change to our nation and the world through the seven spheres or mountains of influence. To further this cause, we give away a product every week that will empower you to get involved in changing your life and changing our world. You can register for our weekly giveaway by subscribing at truthandliberty.net. You can also subscribe to our newsletter to receive weekly updates on guests, news, and much more. This is an interactive live cast and we welcome your questions. To ask a question during the live cast, use the comment or chat features. Now get ready to dive into this week's topics with our hosts on location in Colorado, USA. Hello and welcome to the Truth and Liberty Livecast. I'm Mark Cowart sitting in for Andrew Womack tonight. We've got an awesome program for you. We have a very special guest, Craig DeRoche, who is the president and CEO of the Family Policy Alliance. Now, if you don't know what FPA is, stay tuned. You're gonna learn some powerful things and how you can be involved. And we're gonna give Craig a more proper introduction in just a moment, but uh, we've got a few things we need to share with you tonight. And Richard, it's good to be with you. Yes, and uh, got some great things going on. So. Let's uh, get to that and then we'll, we'll have a great time with our guests tonight. All right, well, thank you. And uh, thanks to all of you who are watching tonight. Uh, it is gonna be a good show. We're gonna, you know, what we're doing here at Truth and Liberty is bringing to you the tools and resources, information that you need in order to be salt and light in our culture, to stand for truth in the public square. And one of those things is our, our strategic partners. And we are so honored to work with FPA on a daily basis. So I'm excited about tonight's show uh, that all of you are gonna learn about the great work that they're doing. And, uh, um, you know, if you're watching tonight, we encourage you to watch on our website directly on truthandliberty.net because that feed can't be censored. Uh, and if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to jump over onto the website and watch straight directly there and you'll have a better viewing experience. We've got some resources posted on the website now that you, you need to know about. First off is if you're a Colorado resident, uh, you need to check out our voter guides. Uh, click, go to our website and click there. It'll send you right to the page where they're all listed. We've, uh, we're distributing over a million voter guides across Colorado. That's enough for one out of every five to six people in the state. So we're super excited about it. Uh, believe it's going to have a great impact of educating voters about where the candidates really stand. So go to our website and get your voter guide. Also, all over the country, regardless of where you are, you need to uh, uh, go to our strategic partners at iVoterGuide and check out their resources there uh, as they're covering races all over the place in all kinds of states and jurisdictions. So we really encourage that. And um, we've got some great events coming up here at the uh, ministry just concluded the annual ministers conference and it was a phenomenal event with lots and lots of ministers here from all over the world and powerful time. Next coming up is the Women Arise conference November 3rd through the 5th. Terry Savelle Foy, Audrey Mack and Carrie Pickett are going to be ministering and ladies uh, this will be a recharge refire uh, event for you. It's going to be a huge blessing. If you can make it out be sure to do that. You can register at awmi.net slash events. Also uh, Andrew is going to be ministering in Dallas at the Dallas Gospel Truth Conference November 10th through the 12th excuse me 12th 
along with Pastor Dwayne Sheriff. And I don't know if you could find two better Bible teachers together in one event than Andrew and Pastor Dwayne. I, I hope that I can catch a bit of that. It's going to be awesome. So uh, register again on awmi.net slash events. And the holidays are coming. Uh, the Heart of Christmas, our, our annual program written by Robert and Elizabeth Murin. It is a, a moving, powerful drama about the birth of Christ and about uh, the experience of the Jewish people. And it's something that if you've never seen, you need to see it. I promise you that. December 9th through the 11th at Karis Bible College right here in beautiful Woodland Park, Colorado. Uh, the campus will be decked out in lights and um, uh, it'll be just a phenomenal experience for your whole family. Uh, it's a free event, by the way. And then the following weekend, December 16th through the 18th is our live nativity again here at Karis Bible College. Just come on out and make a week of it. Uh, you'll be glad you did. Celebrate Christmas here with us. Um, if you are um, uh, if you are not a member of the Truth and Liberty Coalition, I want to invite you to prayerfully consider supporting us financially. Uh, your donations, your generosity is what enables us to do what we're doing as we are enabling the body of Christ to stand up for truth and advance in the public square. Just go to our website to the donate page and sign up to make an automatic recurring contribution of $5 or more per month and you'll become a Truth and Liberty member. And when you do, we'll send you a free copy of this, the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution of the United States, and Andrew's Declaration of Dependence on God. This is a pocket resource that you can use, uh, educate yourself, your family, your friends, and uh, who knows, debate a liberal. Uh, this is banned reading in America's public schools now. So become a member and we'll send that to you. And also, are you getting our weekly uh, blog posts and, and emails uh, with, with action alerts and other helpful resources? If not, and you want to, then just subscribe. Go to our website, the right, upper right hand corner, click subscribe, share your email and information with us, and you'll start getting those right away. And when you do, we'll put your name in the hat to receive uh, for a drawing to receive a free product. Now this, what we're giving away this week is Andrew's book, Don't Limit God, Imagine Yourself Successful. This is a powerful teaching about how the things that we think uh, limit us in ways that we don't even know. And uh, Andrew shares about his experience when God told him he was limiting him and how when he set that straight in his own mind, his ministry began to take off. It's a powerful book. So uh, become a, um, a subscriber today and be eligible to receive that. Last week we gave away how to find, follow, and fulfill God's will. And I want to congratulate you, Mike Griswold. You're the winner of that. So you'll be getting a, an email from us on how you can claim that free gift today. Um, and also it's an interactive show tonight. So be sure to post your questions and comments on the chat function on our website or the comment box on Facebook. And uh, we'll do our very best to get to those tonight with Craig and uh, it'll be good. Um, listen, one to mention that when I was talking about donations earlier, the IRS makes me say this, Mark, that mm -hmm. donations direct to Truth and Liberty Coalition are not tax deductible uh, because we're a 501c4 organization. If you need tax credit, you can give uh, to Truth and Liberty Foundation at um, uh, truthandliberty.foundation. So uh, thank you for that. Either way, you're helping advance the work of God, and I know God recognizes your gift. Last thing is if you'd like to have someone agree with you in prayer tonight, no matter what you're facing in life, we want to be here to support you. Andrew's got a room full of trained, spirit-filled, Word of God trained prayer ministers who will join their faith with yours. Just call in 719-635-1111, and we'll be honored to agree with you in prayer. Pastor, that's all I've got. Awesome. A lot of great things going on. Amen. And uh, looking forward to our special guest tonight, Craig DeRoche, President and C, uh, CEO of the Family Policy Alliance. Welcome and thank you for being with us tonight, Craig. 
Thank you, Pastor Mark. Thank you, Richard. It's great to be with you tonight. Well, you know, I've got this incredible bio written out, and I don't want to torture our listeners with me reading it. I want to let you tell us a little of your background because you've got a very rich background. Wow, you've done some amazing things. Tell us about yourself, and then let's get into what a family policy, what the Family Policy Alliance is. Absolutely. And thank you for that. I joke with people after they read it all and I say, and I was a notary, you know, it's <laughs> a bunch of titles in there. But uh, the meat of it is this. I, I'm a person like a lot, lot of other folks um, that that uh, live a dual life when they're living away from Jesus. And uh, mm. I was very successful in business, um, started a family, beautiful family. And I um, found a lot of success politically at a young age. I was on a city council. I was elected to the state legislature. I was Speaker of the House when I was 33. I was elected 34 when I took office. My joke is I had a full head of hair and I was six foot five. This is what's left of me uh, after uh, taking that job. But that was nearly 20 years ago now. Uh, but at the same time, what people didn't know about me is uh, that I'd been dealing in, in battling addiction since I was a little kid, uh, 10, 11, 12 years old. I was using my lunch money to buy drugs and uh, was hooked on alcohol uh, um, chemically by the time I was 14. and. Uh, that all came home, and and um, I was arrested twice. Um, nobody was hurt, um, but uh, it brought me to my knees. I lost everything. I had a pretty low bottom, and um, as the media was following me around, uh, um, I was making all the news wires. I was getting the Charlie Sheen, Lindsay Lohan treatment, uh, and and I was talking about God. You know, they're saying, "But you're facing this jail time." And I said, "Well, I don't mind that so much." Uh, um, it's been 29 years of me trying to get sober and Jesus has set me free. And, uh. and that's what I'm focused on. And, and that was of course, disorienting to the media. And people said, you talk like Chuck Colson. And I met Chuck about a year and a half later. And he told me to drop my net that day and say, God had a bigger plan, but I wasn't going to see what it was unless I came to work for him. So you can imagine most people that have come to Christ when Chuck Colson says something like that, they say, yes, sir. And um, so I started working with him and, and uh, led the ministry, their advocacy and public policy for about a decade. And um, then I was called away. Uh, the Spirit uh, called me. I left there and um, uh, took the job as president and CEO of Family Policy Alliance a couple of years ago now in December of 2020. What a, so it's been an amazing ride. Uh, um, and uh, I just love that God can use my experience, uh, what the world would consider good things I've done and as well as my failures, uh, hopefully to try to make a positive impact in America for uh, families now. Wow, amazing, uh, Craig. Thank you for being so transparent with us tonight. And which leads me to, you know, I remember it's just been a few years ago that uh, I, some years ago that I learned what a family policy council was. And tell us about the Family Policy Alliance, what it does, why it exists, and how it can be a blessing to people. Yeah, we were, thank you. And we were, we were founded within Focus on the Family uh, as part of the organization. Uh, um, and at some point the board uh, around 2013 decided that it would be better suited to be an independent organization with an independent mm -hmm. board of directors. And so that's what we are now. We're a 501c4, as you explained to your guests, uh, Family Policy Alliance, we have a foundation as well. And um, we uh, have grown into a national uh, organization uh, uh, under uh, Focus on the Family. We launched and grew um, what we call family policy councils in the states that do the, the same work that we do nationally and organize nationally 
um, in uh, 40 of our 50 states. And um, we uh, mobilize, we uh, form alliances, and we uh, have education programs. And um, so that it's just a real privilege to be able to, um, you know, work. You know, our, our mission is as a country where God is honored, it, religious uh, freedom flourishes, families thrive, and and life is cherished. So it's very straightforward, uh, um, and it's everything that's being attacked in America right now. So it's it's a, a, a very important time to serve at Family Policy Alliance. Yeah, you know, Craig, it seems like even people outside the church, non-Christian, are seeing the attack on the family. And, uh, you know, I remember I've been studying Benjamin Rush and, uh, you know, father of American education. And one of the things he said was that uh, public schools exist, uh, just talking about the education component, to teach children to love God, love their country, and love their family. And a pastor friend of mine and I were talking and thought, did he have that mixed up? Because it should be love God, love your family, and love your country. And really what he was saying was no, because if you don't teach children to love God and their country, the day will come when the country will be the enemy of the family. Well, I think we've arrived there. In my understanding, Family Policy Alliance wants people and focuses in on state level victories and getting involved at a state level. Because I know the temptation is to look to Washington, D.C. How does Family Policy Alliance do that? How is that accomplished? Well, and thank you. I, and and uh, for your implied uh, uh, philosophy there, too. I mean, I'm, I think we're probably similar. That I'm one of these people that believes that the uh, the states created the federal government, not the other way around, you know, and, and that the reforms and what matters in our lives uh, shouldn't even really be a state issue. It, it, we have it completely reversed right now where we, we think the president matters. The president shouldn't even need Secret Service protection unless we're involved in a war. Uh, um, the governors might be more relevant with natural disasters and things, but it should be our mayors. It should be our, our uh, school principals and, and people like that that matter in our lives, that's where the power should be, that's where the governance should be. And we have it a bit flipped around in America right now where we believe that we could trust the president um, or, or the Congress of either party to, to have our best interests in mind. And I think our founders knew that, where they greatly tried to limit the powers the federal government has right now. So we focus a lot on state policy because we believe this is where change can occur that actually will help families where they are impacted. And we're seeing that now. Uh, with the life debate, with the with the school policy, we might not be able to save everyone in the country, but but uh, there's a lot of states that are um, paving the way and protecting families every day, and and um, that's the backbone of America. We saw welfare reform, we saw their things bubble up from the the laboratories of democracy, the states, and we think these family issues are no different. Well, wow. now as far so there's family policy alliance, which is kind of like the the governing, I guess you might say, uh, organization, but there's family policy councils and they focus, explain to us, what is a family policy council? Yeah, so um, the family policy councils, of which there are 40, um, we are the hosting organization, right? So we're, we're not their boss. We, we try to get it right. If that's what we're preaching for the federal government, we do the same with them, mm -hmm. but we host this wonderful alliance. Uh, these organizations collectively uh, raise about $40 million. Um, that's not for their TV advertisements and everything. That's infrastructure on the ground, education for the grass tops, um, elected leaders in office. That's uh, mobilization of the grassroots. That's 
uh, working through the churches uh, for voter drives, things like that, about 40,000 churches organized, $40 million, as I said, 320 employees. So it's a, it's actually one of the largest alliances in the country. And most organizations of that size or that have that impact are based in Washington, D.C. or something. But um, we want you to check out your family policy council because they're probably right within a couple hour drive of, of where you live towards your capital. And, and they're mobilizing uh, right in church basements uh, uh, in your neighborhood. And if they're not yet, you could be the one that gets it going in, in your community and, and you can make a, a powerful, powerful difference. Uh, uh, and, and if you don't believe me, you can look at Virginia, the Yunkin race, uh, uh, where they said, oh, it's a bunch of gadflies talking about the boys going in the girls' bathrooms. Those were a family policy council, uh, the Family Foundation or Iowa, where they had six pro-choice Republicans uh, blocking all the pro-life bills that the Family Foundation there primaried and beat. Uh, so now there's six pro-life Republicans mm. in, in what will be a majority this year. Uh, that's what the Family Policy Councils can do. And, and if you're frustrated right now, you can channel that energy into a, a real positive impact for the Lord. Well, I believe there's a lot of energy out there, Craig. And so <laughs> I agree. how can people find out? Because we've got people watching across the nation here. What uh, can people, how can people find an FPC, Family Policy Council, in their state? Yeah, so um, it, go to FamilyPolicyAlliance.com. Family Policy Alliance, just our name, all spelled out. I know it's a lot of digits, but it's, you know, it's important in this day and age uh, to be able to be found and not be canceled. And uh, you can uh, uh, hit slash vote, or you can come right through the you know the front page, and you can uh, uh, find your way there. And and uh, that's for the voting. If you want to see our alliances, you can hit slash um, alliance uh, alliances, and that will bring up the pages. But again, you can find it right in the menu. Uh, you can find the 40 state organizations and their contact information. To, get involved uh, today. And we encourage people to follow us on social media too. We were uh, huge fans of Truth and Liberty, uh, um, not only Family Policy Alliance, but all of our 40 state organizations. They, they love your show, they, they love your audience. And um, we're gonna be uh, putting up on our social media links to this interview and into the programs that you guys do too. So if, if your audience goes and checks out our social media, we'll make sure that we, we post links over the next couple of days so it's real easy for them to to find how to get involved uh, during this important election. Wow, this is awesome. You know, Richard, I know we we kind of live in this world and there's a lot of discouragement out there, but actually there's a lot of good things going on. And uh, Craig, I didn't know if you know this, but the Lord really spoke to Andrew Womack that we are in a great awakening right now. Uh, very specifically, it's not coming, we're in it. And our good friend, David Barton, of course, he said it's always taken historians typically to look back and say that was a great awakening. And in the first and second great awakening, there were men and women of, or men of God that were used. They didn't even realize they were being used. And a, and a historian said, oh, that and you can't think in terms of weeks, months, years. David says you have to think in terms of decades. So I believe we're in that right now. And I'm thinking of all these great things happening. And unfortunately, it's in response to all these negative things that are coming against the family and our freedom and our liberty. Is there any particular focus right now with FPA that you guys are really zeroing in on any initiatives or anything like that? 
I'm going to say the initiatives, but I'm going to come back to what you just said, because that was powerful. Yes, we, we want you to come and check out our voting guide area. We're, we're heavily involved in that. And that's the most relevant thing that you can do over the next several weeks. You you can be actually not several anymore. It's, it's over the next three or four weeks. We want you to be involved. Evangelical Christians uh, were made up about 27% of the electorate, the, the largest voting block after gender. You know, you, you jump from, you know, 51% female, 49% male to 27% evangelical Christian, 7 million new voters. The largest number of new voters in the 2020 election were Christians. But here's the hope and here's the good news. You'd say, but we lost some key races. We picked up ground when the media and everybody was trying to hold us back. We gained ground and there were 25 million Christians eligible to vote that still haven't voted. Mm -hmm. Folks, if Christians get out, if you go and look at our voter guide and you get out and you do this, there is nothing that can stop this awakening that you're talking about from occurring at the federal level in every office, at the state level in every office, and at the local level in every state in America, every state in America. It was not that long ago, you know, that, that people with family values could win in 48, 49 states. And uh, now back to what you were saying and my hope in that. And I, if it's okay, I'll give you a little bit of alcoholic humor. What we say in recovery rooms, I'm in recovery, I already said that to your guests, um, is we say nobody came in here on a winning streak to try to make people feel better when they come in and they're talking about that low bottom like I had. Nobody comes in and says, gosh, I got the job of my dreams and my wife and I are getting along so well um, and my kids love me and I have nothing but time for them. So I was thinking I'd stop drinking or taking drugs, <laughs> you know? It's not the way God made the universe. And, and um, so it's hard. It's hard to live through these things to see a, a man shatter the dreams of a woman who spent 20 years uh, uh, to get to the top of her game to be on a national championship and tap her on the shoulder and say, go to the back of the bus. You're, you're not welcome here. It's tough for us to see it, but those type of actions that can awaken America mm. rather than another decade or two of this slow, like they're boiling us like frogs uh, away from what our founding values were and, and are. And, and um, I think the motivation for America is is to go back after those. And, and, and people are animated right now because they're in that pain. So uh, that's my encouragement to you. I know it comes from a silly story from my own past, but think about that. Every change you've had in your own life, you may not have been an alcoholic like me, but you, you probably changed because of the pain that it caused you. And, right. and uh, there's a lot of pain in America right now. And uh, the good news is the body of Christ is coming together, uh, black, brown, you know, white and, and evangelical, denominational, non-denominational. And, and we're pushing back. And I think this is just the beginning, exactly what you said. That's such a good analogy. And, you know, I've had people in our church. So we've been, I've been at the church I pastor for 40 years now, and we've been like senior pastors, 35, but I've had some guys that ended up in prison. And uh, one man in particular, I just thought about when you said that, he said, if he hadn't ended up in prison, he thinks he might've been dead and in hell. 
had it not been for that interruption, it was an awakening and a praying mom. Mm -hmm. And so I think it may be a very uncomfortable time in our nation, but I don't think I've ever had more hope. Uh, and that's thanks to Bill Federer and David Barton, because we have a history in this nation that God is, is, is with us. He's been faithful when we haven't been, mm -hmm. and he's allowed the heat to get turned up a little bit. And uh, thank God, you know, we're waking up. Uh, I wish it would happen a little quicker, but it's happening nonetheless. Yeah. Amen. Well, uh, Craig, I'm, I, I know that uh, FPA has been really involved in uh, defending women's sports at the state level, and which kind of brings to mind the whole transgender <clears throat> issue. And, uh, you know, uh, Gavin Newsom in California is, uh, you know, sponsoring um, government funding for child sex change operations, and the same thing with Joe Biden. Can you give us kind of an overview of what is happening in our schools on this issue? Uh, the things that we're hearing are pretty alarming, actually, and I'd be curious, what, what light can you shed on that? How are our children being educated in the LGBT ideology? Yeah, it, and it is an ideology, and um, I think any Christian that looks to Scripture would, would say to somebody with gender dysphoria that I'm not better than that person. You know, and I have my own things where I fall short and, and I'm supposed to love them, you know, my neighbor as much as I love God. And, and we work to do that imperfectly every day. Uh, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about an ideology that's manipulating people that that have uh, uh, something that, that they may believe or, or, or in some cases may be gaming the system or whatever is going on in their lives. And you have these politicians trying to take advantage of it and forcing it you know, on uh, people to make some people more equal than others. And our country has a history of doing that. And it is no different than any other time that people said that this group of human beings is more important than that group of human beings. And and uh, it, it's a sin. Uh, it's beneath the, the imago Dei where, where, where we're supposed to recognize that dignity worth of every human life. And um, it's it's shocking where people that are historians, I love David Barton, by the way, and I, you know, that you, you reference him, you know, that, that in America's history, isn't it amazing how we keep coming back to that? And people keep saying, well, I would be smart enough to know the difference. I would have marched with Martin Luther King. I would have known that a black person is a human. Would you? Because you don't seem to recognize that a woman who's lived, her hopes and dreams are the same size hopes and dreams as everybody else's. And, and, and she's worked her whole life to get to that podium. And you're telling her where she's sitting at that diner, like I said, at, at the booth saying, you can't sit here. You know, it's not open to use that drinking fountain, not this one, uh, to women. If you can imagine that, the, the supposed liberals uh, in our country are, are actually trying to subtract hard fought. Women didn't get the right to vote until after black men in our country. You know, you know, those amendments came later and, and they've been discriminated against horribly. And Title IX was a huge win for women's civil rights. I have three daughters. I'm married to a woman who played four years of college tennis. And, and what the Democrats are trying to say right now is their life doesn't matter. And, and I think it's shocking and I think it's outrageous. And every poll shows the overwhelming support of this, mm -hmm. uh, not only in the Republican Party, but in the Democratic Party and independents. And, and I think it's going to play huge in this election. And I just encourage everybody, this is not picking on people. You can love folks, but when you enable folks, that's not love. That's not love. That you know, That's pushing them further away as the person that was in prison saying, I end up dead and in hell. 
you know, or insane or whatever else happens and when, when you're on the wrong path, if you love somebody, you tell them the truth. And, and the truth is our women are worth fighting for. Their civil rights matter. And, and uh, that is on the ballot all over the country this year. And I think that's what happened. 13% uh, of the women that uh, voted for Joe Biden, 13%, not 1.3, voted for Glenn Youngkin. So that's a 26-point swing mm. in 12 months over this issue. And, and so I have all the politicians that are listening to this that are afraid you're going to be called names. Recognize that the, the families, the mothers and fathers of girls are asking for leaders in America right now, and it's your time to step up. Craig, you've, uh, I was checking out your website and I saw something on there that really intrigued me. Um, you guys had a Help Not Harm Summit and uh, uh, that, that sounded really awesome to me because it seems to me that if a child is suffering from confusion about whether they're a boy or a girl, that the answer is not to say, well, you can be whatever you want to be, and why don't you come over here to this doctor and we'll give you this uh, permanently life-destroying uh, surgery. Seems like the, the solution ought to be, well, well Susie, the, the truth is that God made you a girl, and you're a wonderful girl, and you're made just like God wants you, and, and you should be confident in who God made you to be, and He loves you and accepts you, and affirm their God-given identity instead of trying to destroy that identity and, and manipulate it with medicine and hormones and things like that. What was the subject of your Help Not Harm Summit, and was it along those lines, and what can we do to present that as an alternative strategy to help people who legitimately are struggling with their sexual gender identity. And that's exactly, yeah, that, that's a great setup. And that's what it's for. It, it, listen, uh, we're, these are our neighbors, right? Read scripture on, on this. Uh, uh, you know, what was the woman at the well going through? What was, you know, the prostitute that was about to be stoned? Jesus wasn't saying, uh, um, I love you completely and keep going. He said, knock it off, you know, to paraphrase, you know, and, and, and move away. I can... I can cure you. He's the solution, right? And, and and that's our job as a church. I understand the government can't offer up Christ um, as a solution, and and I I don't think they would do a very good job if they tried. But but um, you, you're blocking these people from the truth, and you're blocking them from the help that they so desperately need to gain uh, uh, political points. And uh, it's just it's shocking and it's immoral, and that's why we called it help not harm. Listen, people, we, we're learning more in this country. I've, I've already told you about my own addiction and things. I, I, I've read a lot of books on mental health and mental illness. There's a difference, too, by the way. We all have mental health problems. Uh, you, you know, imagine the first week you were married. Think back to that. Or the first night after you had a baby, you had mental health issues. It's not the, the meanest, harshest thing to say to somebody. It can happen in your most joyous days. But, um, you know, we, we, we need to recognize those things and we need to help folks, not harm them by saying to somebody while they're trying to sort things out. I, I could quote a secular, I believe he's an atheist, I don't mean to demean him, uh, um, comedian Bill Maher, where he said, thank God nobody grafted on dinosaur arms and talons, you know, on legs, because that's what I wanted to be when I was 12 years old was a dinosaur. And, and I thought that that kind of really phrased it up well, that listen, you're manipulating children permanently experimenting on their bodies in an irreversible way. That's harm. That's the opposite of what doctors are trained to do. 
And um, it's, it's, it's really shocking that our government is participating in that. It's shocking that these uh, healthcare institutions that our schools are, listen, my school won't even give my daughter Tylenol or ibuprofen because of legal liability. I can only imagine what the lawsuits are gonna look like a couple of years from now from the school districts that are making our kids check boxes on their pronouns and trying to hide that from parents when those kids are suffering from mental health issues and go back to hold those people accountable, which in this case, I believe they absolutely should. But I think in the meantime, policymakers should pass policies to protect children. And that's what Arkansas has done. That's what Florida and, and uh, Texas and some of the others have done. But we're hoping that campaign really takes off in the states. That's why we need you. We don't know that we can pass that in the federal government in the spring, no matter the outcome of this election. But we could probably pass that. There's 18 states that protect girls sports right now. And that started with one three years ago. We believe we can have the same level of success with help, not harm. Wow, that's fantastic. So people can learn more about that program by going to your website, I take it. Um, Absolutely, there it is. you'll see the campaign, Help Not Harm, right there. And uh, it's, it's a big deal, folks. If you think this is not happening, that's where a lot of people say that. That is not true. It is happening everywhere. I just was talking to one of my dear friends from college, Grand Haven Public Schools, good Christian reformed uh, uh, schools, neighborhood. You're still looked down on if you mow your lawn on Sunday. In, in Grand Haven, your neighbors will give you a casting eye and they're and they're checking the box and saying, do you want to be called a boy or a girl? And the second one, which is even more alarming, is saying, um, do you want us to share that information with your parents? So there's an assault. What on has become of America? What has become of our public schools if they're actively undermining uh, uh, parents being involved in the raising of their children in sleepy little grand havens of of america and so you should go and, and we have a guide you can go and you can check that out and and you can push back a local uprising in 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 nashville uh, uh just started two weeks ago in vanderbilt university announced they were stopping the transgender surgeries within weeks and you can do that your listeners uh, uh, uh we want to help you do that in your own local school districts well wow, that's fantastic craig i was just wondering hearing all this um you know, I know as we talk about this a decade ago, we I don't think we could have conceived some of the things going on right now that the government is doing, and but it's happened on our watch. But um, in fact, I just watched a video today of a young lady that's been five years with these hormone treatments and testosterone, and, and it was just horrible what had happened. And this person's just sharing, I think I've gone too far, it can't be reversed. And that story impacted me more than any statistic or metric that I've heard or whatever, because this was real life. Her hair was thinning out uh, on the top. Her voice was like a male, uh, like a man now. Uh, facial hair it looked like there. And it was like, you know, uh, maybe we need to take another look at this. That was the story. Do you have any stories good success stories of FPCs that you can share with and encourage the people because the, the media out there is just flooding America, trying to make the country think this is the way everybody sees it. And it's far from truth. It's the opposite. Can you share any encouraging stories with us? The, yeah, absolutely. The California Family Council. Imagine this, some of your listeners, you're listening to California right now. So I'm gonna share some love. I'm gonna push some love your way. You guys are incredible. And by the way, there were more people that voted Republican in California 
in the presidential race than in Texas. So people say, oh, California is, you know, what's worth fighting for there? There's more people that agree with our values in California than there are in Texas. We can't write off California. But guess what? They've had these transgender surgeries and stuff for a long time there, a couple decades, because they're California. And they tried to prevent, pass a law saying you couldn't stop, you couldn't go back. The government is going to force you into a lifestyle of the government's choice. And a, nearly a thousand people that had been lied to by these clinics, listen, drinking wasn't my problem, it was my solution. I say that again, drinking was my solution, not my problem. Abortion isn't a problem, it's a solution. A divorce is a, et cetera, right? Jesus should be our solution so we don't do any of those things short of them. Some people think, well, if I change my gender, that'll solve things. They find it doesn't, right? And they want to come back. Nearly a thousand people went to the California steps or the Capitol and fought. The, the, the Democrats didn't know it hit them. These are not partisans. These are not ideologues. These are people that said, I did that. And exactly what you're saying, it screwed up my entire life. You know, and, 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 and please let me go back to who I want to be. There, there's still a group of people that are silenced, that God has made it so people are sometimes born with chromosomal imbalances, the X and the Ys and things. And, and, and there's a, an association of people that have that. And guess what they want to be? They want to be a boy or a girl. They don't want to be anything in between. And, and, and they're being silenced because people want, that are actually affected by this, the truth to come out, and, and it's hurting uh, real people. And, and this stuff in the states like California, you talk about the suppression for the media. I, I just spent a lot of time working at Prison Fellowship. If you want to take somebody that's on the lowest rung of the totem pole, you know, in America, it is women in prison. 86% of them have been sexually abused. 86%. I used to say hurt people hurt people. That's how they get there. Now, they're supposed to be in prison. You know, I'm not trying to say get them out, but these are hurt people. In California and Washington State started saying that if you say you're a girl, we'll switch you to the girls' prison. And guess who all applied to go into the girls' prisons? Mm -hmm. Men that were accused or, or, or convicted of rape, raping women. They're put right in the cell with the women, and they're impregnating women through rape and everything else. And California's solution is saying, well, we'll pay for your abortions. Folks, this is, these are real people that are being impacted, people that you would expect the left to stand up for. And the ACLU that spent 100 years trying to, you know, advance Freedom of Information Act is suing California to prevent them from publishing the truth. And that's a bunch of women prisoners getting out. So you, you have the, the advocates for this. You'd think that they're all just in the church, people that have lived perfect lives. They're not. The people that are joining the Family Policy Alliance are people that have been lied to, that 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 tried the transgender mm. stuff. There are people that uh, uh, have been in prison uh, that are women that are saying it's horrified. We're being turned back into pieces of meat and we're being re-victimized by the, the state government. And, and so it's a very, very important fight to be involved in. It's not just a culture wars uh, uh, at a at a ideological or a, 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 a big thinker level. It's at a very practical level where, where women are being hurt every day in America by this ideology. Wow, Craig, just what you shared about California, I had no clue. That's incredible, the response that's going on. Of course, we're not gonna hear that out in the, and I wanna remind our viewers tonight, we, we hope to get to some questions. So those of you that are watching, uh, please get some questions in for Craig um, and leave your, uh, get those into us so yeah. we can maybe get to those before you go. That's amazing though. So uh, again, 
they go to your website and they can locate an FPC in their state or the nearest one and then get involved because this translates into things actually happening, getting local people locally mobilized and really seeing change that's so critical. And it seems like Richard and Craig that this is drawing people outside the walls of the church. This strikes me as a great opportunity to minister to people and to share the gospel with them. People are hurting in these days. Have you seen some testimonies along that line? Absolutely. And and this is one of the things that I think a lot of evangelical ministers know, and, and you probably do, Pastor Mark, but our churches are full of people that are in recovery like me, people that have had a divorce, people that have maybe had an abortion, people that have looked at pornography and, and, and they've tried to fill their lives up with things other than Jesus Christ, but they were broken and they came to the Lord and they've been set free and they're filling up our pews and they're the most active people and they're the most committed to, to uh, sharing that hope uh, with other people. That's actually what the church is. It's not made up of people that have lived perfectly. Jesus lived perfectly, not us. And, and uh, um, everything in America right now that we've let the government take over is a burning dumpster fire, you know? Uh, um, and uh, we need to be running toward that. So for pastors that would say, well, I don't want to be involved in politics. Well, really, politics is, if you think we have an opiate epidemic, if we have an obesity epidemic, if we have, you know, 50% divorces, if, if 60% of people are looking at porn, you don't think you should be involved in that. Well, I, I think scripture tells us a different story, that that we we have this solution and we shouldn't be keeping it to ourselves. You should be going out because your brothers and sisters that are hurting right now need that word. They need that seed. We, You know, they... This world is going to scorch it. You know, this world is going to brush it off the road. This world is is, is going to strangle the roots. And, and we need to be the people that help folks find that seed to find the rich soil. And, and I think the Lord is calling on the church to do that in America right now. Well, Craig, I want to get this in before questions start coming in, but elections are coming up. And uh, there's a lot of people discouraged uh, to vote. They're wondering if their vote counts. And uh, I know FPA's done a lot. Uh, What would you say to the people that are not thinking it's that important to vote? And what should they do? Because we got people watching across the country here. Yeah, I I would say elections matter. I mean, uh, um, you know, that that all of these things, you know, what age people vote at, we, you know, whether we not we go to war, which side of the road we drive on, that's all settled by policy. And we have this wonderful country that says that it, it, it can and should be a government of, for, and by the people. And, um, you know, that that's available to us. And, and I think it's available in this election. It's going to happen. It's going to happen, we're gonna win. So the question for you listening, where you are today, is are you willing for the next three or four weeks to make a difference, to turn the tide? And, and I'll give you some hope if you're saying, but it won't happen where I live. I would say to you, really? Because in San Francisco, where they tried to put these woke policies into their curriculum, guess what happened? The parents recalled the school board 75% to 25% in the San Francisco school board. And they said, oh, this is a bunch of white Republicans. And even the CNN said that can't be because it's 6.7% Republican in San Francisco. And it's it's like 23% white. And, and, and they, they said, well, then they couldn't explain it. Well, this is what to explain it. They finally came around and said it was the Asian church. 
you know, that organized and did it, folks. We can do this everywhere. So you can do it where you live. And, and if you're a pastor listening to the show, it's exactly what I said. You have a solution for our country. And, and, and think about going out there and, and uh, registering and telling people you don't have to become a, a political hack. You know, the Republicans will break your heart just as much or more as the Democrats will. But you can get behind, you can allow people to learn about good people and certainly have them register to vote. Because as I said, 25 million uh, uh, Christians did not vote in the 2020 election. And, and uh, at least we can be making it available to them through voter guides, which we show you how if you go to our family policy you know, familypolicyalliance.com slash vote, how to get organized, how to uh, do voter guys, nonpartisan stuff, uh, how to make people aware of the issues that are on your ballot, abortion, marriage, uh, life. Uh, um, in Michigan, they're trying to get rid of the age of consent and a constitutional amendment. And, and, and uh, there's a reason for us to mobilize if we care about our kids and our families. Wow. Yeah, that's going on in many places. Kind of shocking how brazen the left is. You know, um, Craig, I've been uh, thinking a lot lately in the Word about, uh, you know, what is what does the Bible say about getting involved in politics? And I, I realize that <clears throat> if you go through the New Testament, one after another, from John the Baptist to Jesus to Paul to Peter, every single Christian leader eventually came head to head with the government. Not necessarily by choice, but eventually that kingdom message came, confronted um, the, the, uh, the, the contrary idea, you know, the satanic philosophy. Pastors today that have been trying to skirt and avoid issues of public policy and don't want to talk about it from the pulpit are finding, I think, that the government is, is not just going to stand back and respect its boundaries. Uh, if there's no opposition, they will continue to grow and encroach, and eventually we won't have freedom to preach the gospel. Do you have a message of encouragement for pastors tonight about how they can connect with FPA without, uh, and, and get equipped to address issues of concern without uh, necessarily violating legal restrictions or, or endangering their church? Absolutely. And uh, we love the other organizations that come on this show. We work very closely with FRC and ADF and, 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 and so many others. And understand that if you come in and you check out our voting area, that we'll equip you with those resources because we understand uh, that, that you're concerned. That, that's been a threat that the, uh, um, the left primarily in our state or in our country has uh, um, pushed forward since Lyndon Johnson's days, you know, that, that you can't do this. Well, at the same time, the left is is standing at the pulpit, usually on Sundays in urban churches, telling people exactly who to vote for and busing people out of there, you know, to to uh, vote in, in different precincts. So um, we, we need to be strong. We need to be smart. We try to equip you with uh, uh, the ability to do that and understand that they have not, while they are trying to pass laws to limit religious liberty, uh, um, not here and there, but every single day in Congress and every bill they attach it to, the threat is real. The courts, uh, um, including in some cases the liberals uh, joining, even saying that uh, foster agencies don't have to violate their, um, you know, wh wh where they go with their foster kids. So, you know, there, there's probably a couple of decades of, of fear led to people saying, oh, we must give children to same-sex couples because 
that's what we've been told. Well, when it came up to the Supreme Court, even the three liberals said, why would a Catholic or a Jewish group have to do that if it violates their principles? And, and so it's okay for us to stand up for the word. We want Jesus to know we recognize his name and that we're willing to endure. And, and um, you're protected in the Constitution and in statute at the federal and state level. So, and, and you have some very powerful partners on your side. First Liberty is another one I should give a shout out to. Yeah, we're, we're blessed, aren't we, to have such great organizations. Well, um, uh, Craig, I'm wondering, you know, I know there are folks out there, this election cycle, we can vote and we gotta vote and we've talked about that, um, but it's a little bit too late to run for office this year. Next year though, I, I know in, in our home state, uh, school board elections are in off years and there'll be municipal elections and other things like that next year around the country. Uh, great entry points for people that feel called to be ministers of God for good, as Romans 13 says, uh, and to become involved in government. Does FPA have any resources available that people ought to start checking out now if they are feeling the nudge of the spirit to maybe run for office? Absolutely, and thank you for that. And I do want people, I'm giving a lot of plugs for a lot of people, but please support Family Policy Alliance and what we're doing right now. There's a lot at stake. We're doing things all over the country and we need your help. And one of the things that we need your help on is exactly what you're mentioning here. Uh, we run a school board academy uh, uh, and a statesman academy. Our statesman academy is for state legislators that help them live out the values they have in their hearts already to equip them. Uh, we have graduates, over 150 graduates in 35 state capitals right now. Imagine that. And, and uh, uh, when the Arkansas government, governor, GOP, Asa Hutchinson, vetoed uh, um, a, a life-affirming help-not-harm bill, our graduate overrode that veto. We have a graduate who runs the uh, Republican Study Committee in Congress now, uh, Jim Banks. You know, there's a lot of good education programs. And we're really excited that we're launching this, the School Board Academy. Uh, we're looking for candidates right after this election, uh, uh, the, the uh, second week of November. And uh, we have our, another class in December. And uh, then we have ongoing education and cohorts. That one's online. Um, and uh, you can get involved because uh, we want to equip you. We want you to get these model policies because we know a lot of people are going to be motivated to run, but then they'll get overwhelmed by, by uh, what comes at them and the lawyers will tell them what they can't do. And uh, uh, we wanna uh, pierce through those lies, equip these leaders that are in power to do exactly what they have the power to do, uh, which is protect families, honor God, you know, uh, um, protect and advance uh, religious liberty and, and life in America. And those are our education programs. And as you check us out, if you're an elected official now, enroll please. If you're looking at school board or state legislator, legislature we want to hear from you too wow amazing well i love what i'm learning about fpa tonight craig you're just an organization what i'm hearing to serve and you know i appreciate the encouraging work what happened in san francisco i would have never guessed that what's happened in california with all the people stepping up and i think the bottom line richard is you know all that's necessary for evil to triumph is good people to do nothing and uh you know when you said that about school boards and things we've got people in church for all nations that stepped up and they said, I care about my kids and they won. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you would have told me 10 or 15 years ago that school boards would be the most hotly contested arenas right now, I mean to tell you they're packing out boardrooms and the, but 
everything in my opinion is in our favor because right now, Richard, you know, 60% of the students, Craig, in the state of Colorado are reading, writing, and, and doing math below grade level. Uh, it's, it's horrible what's happening. And it's worse for minority students. Yes, yeah. and nobody's screaming about that, but if people would step up. So I just appreciate what you are doing, Craig, and what FPA is doing, and, and I just encourage you to keep those stories coming out. I just uh, love to hear those, those, uh, those encouraging reports of least likely places. You know, we're kind of getting toward the end of the broadcast. Anything you really have burning in your heart you would like to share with the people? And, and we are encouraging people to check out uh, Family Policy Alliance resources website, find out what their FPC, the nearest one is, get involved. But anything burning in your heart you'd like to share in these closing minutes? Yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to uh, continue the talk in education because I do think that's a big part. And I, I already revealed to you my secret formula, right, that things we call a problem are actually a solution, right? And the public schools were a solution for, for parents that felt they didn't have the time to homeschool and to do other things. And um, the, uh, the government for the last 50 plus years has tried to say that you can't have religion um, in the schools and the uh, Dobbs decision, which overturned Roe versus Wade, praise Jesus that that occurred, uh, overshadowed another equally, you know, kind of shocking one where they said that state governments can, in fact, give money to religious schools uh, uh, in a main decision. And that means that states, we already have Arizona that did it. Uh, um, Indiana's going that route, West Virginia. And, and we need to get on board by saying that what if we gave the grants that we give to the public schools to the parents and said, you get to shop for where you want to send your kid with, with the state money. And, and that's what we're calling school freedom. And we believe that will have a powerful effect, that that, that will change things well beyond just who's in charge. Uh, um, we know that that um, a lot of these places aspire to run like businesses. They, they want their salaries and pensions funded. And if the parents don't want to be forced into this radical LGBTQ and other ideologies, they're simply going to send their kids somewhere else. If, if, if they're trying to uh, tell them that they're not providing these classes or these radical sex education things, the parents will say, hey, you know, on, on the other hand, I think I'll send my kid to a charter school or I, I think there's a homeschool group at my church that I'll send my kid to for half a day and maybe I'll let them play football at the high school, you know, and and. Right. Um, and, and uh, there's a lot of options coming up. So more room for hope, and that's just beginning, and that has to be done at the state level, not the federal level to get started. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, Craig, we've got a question here, a few minutes left to squeeze this one in. This is from Linda on chat, and she wants to know that she recently heard about WSCC, something called Whole School Community Child. Uh, this is being rolled out by the CDC to every public school, which shows them how they can have According to Linda, examining tables and sealed medical files on their children, on children without uh, parental consent, they can have medical appointments and all these things. Have you heard about this? And uh, is this a real thing? I have not heard about it, so I can't comment on it. But I, you know, after the show, we'll we'll, we'll definitely look into that. Unfortunately, things don't surprise me. I, I I'm not Dave Barton, but I'm a student of history, and and one of the most shocking and outrageous things in the history of America was the Tuskegee experiments. And that's where, where our government, our US government experimented with syphilis and other diseases on black men 
for 40 years, injecting them without their consent or knowledge from 1932 to 1972 in our life. So this is an ancient history. This is recent history. And it's why so many African-American athletes and others objected to government enforced uh, uh, injections and things. And so it doesn't shock me that, that these government agencies have continued that behavior. But just as good people stood against those experiments with the Tuskegee experiments and, and sought government accountability, I pray and hope that these issues don't become partisan, that this becomes a shock and outrage for people of all, you know, socioeconomic, cultural, racial, you know, ethnic, you name it, uh, uh, backgrounds to say that we should unite and push back against these things. Wow, Craig, I, yeah, you know, hearing this stuff, Richard, you hear these things and I know we have to go check them out, but it's, it's not shocking the things that are rolling out. But Craig, I can't tell you how much we appreciate you. You know, it, it shines through loud and clear. Jesus is Lord of your life and uh, we appreciate you letting your light shine. You know, I've been in a series, Richard, called Dangerous Beliefs. And one of the things that I think has become more evident than ever now in this country, we are in a spiritual battle. We truly are not wrestling against flesh and blood or people. And Craig, I appreciate you bringing up the Lord and you letting that shine because it's the only answer for our country. Erwin uh, Lutzer wrote a book about when a nation forgets God. And uh, I think the only thing we learn from history repeating itself is that we typically don't learn from history repeating itself. But what has been will be again and Solomon said there's nothing new under the sun. And just like the Tuskegee thing, the tr uh, experiment there. So Craig, we've got just a couple minutes. Any closing comments before we sign off tonight? No, just other than my experience, as I said, I was a former Speaker of the House and a minority leader in Michigan, you know, in, in a, we, people say it's a swing state, it's not, it's a blue state, but, but we're blessed that we, we tend to knock out these legislative victories and we have legislative leaders, but it's very hard to win statewide. And I know what the last three or four weeks of an election look like. It, it looks, it's everything. It, it's everything. And, and don't lose hope. Don't don't let uh, these things get you down. Everything has been engineered uh, uh, to suppress your vote and, and, and for you to give up. Um, but don't give up. Your brothers and your sisters are marching forward. The enthusiasm is there. All of the fake polling data that they used and all these other issues uh, um, to uh, try to get you frustrated with Republicans and Republican leaders, which, again, they earn every day. Uh, but vote the person, you know, look, look for the people that are pro-life, pro-family, that that respect God and honor God, that that protect your religious freedoms and, and get out there and vote for them. And they will uh, make a difference because I, I think they're going to be swept into power. But the only question for you is, is that going to be true for where you live? You can shock the world. So get involved today and, and, and uh, see what what God uses you for. Amen to that. Craig, thank you for being with us. And uh, we want to encourage our audience, go to the Family Policy Alliance website. Uh, we just thank God for what they are doing. And then also, Richard, you've been working very hard here. We got the voter That's guides right. out. That's right. And so we want to encourage uh, everyone to go to Truth and Liberty and in the state of Colorado, uh, check out the voter guides. We've got digital copies. 
Most importantly, vote. No matter what it looks like or sounds like, get out there and vote. And again, Richard, we always want to give our appreciation to CTN. They carry us live, and we just appreciate them. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week, same time. Lord bless you richly. Join us next time for the Truth and Liberty broadcast. Find tonight's episode and related articles and links at truthandliberty.net. Truth and Liberty is viewer supported. If you'd like to help us continue our live casts, you can make a donation at truthandliberty.net. 